Hi everybody and welcome to our 11th episode. And what a subject to level at you this week. This subject has come about from Geraldine in the USA and it has come about with her questioning herself and those around her and about the masks that we use. The question that came to her mind was, is pretending the same as the ego or the alter ego? And can the alter ego or ego be positive as well as negative? Now, before I get into it, as usual, here's a little piece of music for you. Don't fade away, fade 
So let me tell you a little bit about the ego. And there are many definitions of the ego. But if I put it as simple as I can, it is a sense of your own self-importance. It can help you identify your own uniqueness and actually help you build up your own self-worth. How to stand up for yourself and be yourself. Having some sort of awareness of your own ego will play a huge part in how you respond in relationships and with other people and with yourself. Now, although the ego or the concept of ego is very complex and multifaceted, there are three main types of ego. And bear with me on the names here because I think they're in Latin. Number one, the tamas ego. Now, this is associated with laziness, ignorance and apathy. People with this type of ego will be disinterested in self-empowerment or self-improvement or even self-development and may even resist any sort of change. They may also struggle with addiction and with other self-destructive behaviours. It can also make them feel stuck and prevent themselves from moving forward. It is often characterised by having a lack of motivation or ambition which inevitably, as we know, will make it more difficult for them to fulfill their aims or their goals. Number two, the Rajas ego or the Raja ego. Now, this ego is more associated with passion, desire, ambition. When we have this type of ego, we can be driven to achieve success and recognition. However, it may become competitive or very aggressive. We might also struggle with attachment to material possessions or even our relationships. It can be a blessing, but it can also be a curse. On one hand, it can give us the force or the drive to accomplish so many good things to reach our potential or our full potential. On the other hand, it can also lead to excessive focus on validation and status from other people. And this can and will harm personal relationships and can even affect our mental health. Number three, the sattva ego. Now, this is characterized by purity, inner peace, and even wisdom. People with this type of ego will prioritize their spiritual growth and their self-awareness. We're more likely to be content with simple living, and we may also have a strong sense of compassion or empathy, especially for those around us. I suppose it's the ideal state of being. I think it's characterized by that inner peace, that deep sense of inner peace and contentment. It is also associated or can be associated with selflessness and a deep understanding or connection with others and especially with the world that we live in. So how can we manage the ego? Well, we can try to practice self-reflection, spending a little bit of time each day reflecting on our thoughts and our actions. And trying to identify, I suppose, patterns or tendencies related to our ego. By doing this, it actually helps us to become more aware of our own shortcomings and our own biases. We can cultivate humanity. If we recognize that everybody has strengths and weaknesses and that having success often means that we don't do it alone and it's a team effort. We avoid comparing ourselves to others or seeking validation through achievements that come from other people or external achievements. We could prioritize self-care. If we take care of our physical, emotional and spiritual needs, this will maintain a balanced perspective 
and will actually reduce our stress levels and anxiety levels. You could do things like uh, exercise, but gently, meditation, or spend a little time in nature. We could practice mindfulness. If we can focus on the human now, on the present moment, we'll be able to observe our thoughts without judgment. This in itself will help you to be more aware of your ego, and it can help you prevent the ego becoming overwhelming and hiding the true self. Now, here's the thing. If we have an ego, then surely we have an alter ego. Now, before I tell you a little bit about the alter ego, what time is it? Time for a little bit of music. Before I play it, and it's a song that some of you will recognize, but I want you to listen to the vocals on it, to the lyrics. And I want you to establish a connection between what I've just spoken about and this song. Don't take the words for granted. Try and associate them with what I've spoken about. Farewell to old England forever. Farewell to my rum calls as well. Farewell to the well-known old bailey, where I used for to cut such a swell. Singing to rely, you rely, Adity. Singing to rely, you rely. Singing to rely, you rely, Adity. And we're bound for Botany Bay. There's the captain, as is our commander. There's the bosun and all the ship's crew There's the first and the second class passengers Knows what we poor convicts go through Singing to rely, who rely, Adity Singing to rely, who rely Singing to rely, who rely, Adity And we're bound for Botany Bay Taint leaving old England we cares about Taint cause we misspells what we knows But because all we light-fingered gentry Hops around with a log on our toes Singing to rely, who rely, Adity Singing to rely, who rely, Singing to rely, who rely, Adity And we're bound for Botany Bay these seven long years I've been serving now And seven long more have to stay All for bashing a bloke down our alley And taking his ticker away Singing to rely, who rely, Adity Singing to rely, who rely, Singing to rely, who rely, Adity we're bound for Botany Bay Oh, had I the wings of a turtle dove I'd soar on my pinion so high Slap bang to the arms of my Polly love And in her sweet presence I'd die Singing to rely, who rely, Adity Singing to rely, who rely, Singing to rely, who rely, Adity We're bound for Botany Bay Now all my young dukies and duchesses Take warning from what I've to say Mind all as your own as your touchesses 
Or you'll find us in Botany Bay Singing to rely, rely anity Singing to rely, rely Singing to rely, rely anity We're bound for Botany Bay tell you a little about the alter ego and what it actually is. The alter ego is the other half or the alternative personality that you will assume in your life. You will often create this alternative self to express your behavior or certain traits that you have or even beliefs that you have but are not normally shown in your daily life. The term itself alter ego actually comes from the Latin obviously. And it means, strictly speaking, of course, it means the other self. There are so many different types of alter egos, but several of them have very unique characteristics. Now, some of the most common types of alter ego that might include, certainly the ones that I know about, would be the superhero alter ego. And we know that as children we use superheroes because they're famous and because we recognize the warrior part of us. But we often have a secret identity to hide in our everyday life. The most obvious one that I can think of is um, Superman versus Clark Kent. Number two, musicians and entertainers will often use alter egos in their performances. I know this from personal experience. Because as performers, we can allow an expression of ourselves in a way that might be very difficult in our everyday persona. Some performers might include, um, we'll say, Beyonce as Sasha Fierce or Lady Gaga as Joe Cauldron. Number three, there is also the creative alter egos, which artists use uh, and writers, because they will allow the exploration of different aspects of their creativity and they will find a way to express themselves in a new way. And I'm sure many of you will be able to name your own writer like Stephen King's Richard Bachman. Number four, we have our personal alter egos. And this is where we create a different aspect of our personality in order to explore the other different aspects of our personality. We often use them in a way, I suppose, to escape the stresses and strains and anxieties of everyday living. One of the ones that I can think of off the top of my head would be Hannah Montoya's uh, from the TV show that's named after her. Number five, of course, nowadays you have the internet alter egos. And of course, these are created online in order to protect our own identity. But again, maybe to explore different aspects of our own personality. I mean, just look at some of the usernames that we have on social media platforms or online forums. For example, Toughnut88, Superman28, or even Mother in Midlife Crisis 1. Says it all. Now, there are some examples of alter egos apart from the ones that I've just given you, like David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust. Now, that's the alter ego of the musician himself, and we know that he created this persona in order to be able to explore and push the boundaries of gender and sexuality. Bruce Wayne's Batman is another one, which is the alter ego, obviously, of Bruce Wayne. 
and we know that he uses this to fight crime in Gotham City, while at the same time maintaining his playboy image of a billionaire. So are there benefits to having an alter ego? Actually, having an alter ego has a plethora of benefits, and some of these might include Number one, there will be an increased creativity created as the alter ego will allow us to explore different aspects of our personality. Number two, it will improve our own confidence. An alter ego will help us or can help us to feel more confident and in control, especially at moments when we feel insecure or anxious. Number three, it can have a greater self-expression. It gives us a way for us to express ourselves maybe in a way that is different to the normal behavior or personality. And this can be very helpful for people who find it difficult or struggle with expressing themselves on a daily basis or who are shy. Number four, it'll give us the freedom to experiment. Because it allows us to try new things without fear or judgment or consequences. Now this can be very valuable for artists or those who are creative writers who must push the boundaries even within themselves to explore new ideas. Number five, it can enhance our problem solving skills. Now this is providing that the alter ego that we have promoted provides us with a different perspective on a problem or situation. It can actually help us to find a unique or other creative solutions to a problem. Now although it's good to have an alter ego you must remember that there are also risks attached to an alter ego and these will include some of the following. Number one, you might lose touch with reality. When we assume an alter ego it can be very consuming that we actually lose touch with the true reality or the true self. And this can be very dangerous if the alter ego starts to take over an individual's life. Number two, it can alienate us from others. Sometimes when we have an alter ego, it can create a distance between us and other people, especially if our alter ego is used to hiding certain aspects of our true personality. Number three, when we have difficulty in separating the alter ego from reality, some of us may have difficulty in separating our alter ego from the reality of our lives. And this will lead to problems and confusion in both our professional lives and our personal lives. Number four, negative consequences. This is where the alter ego is used to engaging in behavior or activities that can be harmful and extremely harmful for both ourselves and for other people and sometimes even illegal. So here's a question for you all to ask yourselves. Are you pretending to be something or someone you're not? Sometimes one of the snares that we get caught up in life is when we pretend to be something or someone we're not. We can wear so many masks when we're with other people that we adopt a certain persona with each individual that we meet. Or we impersonate somebody we think is more appealing or cool and will be more acceptable to other people. Now there are so many reasons why we do this, but it can lead to much bigger problems in the future if we don't address it. And here are some of the examples of pretending in action. Number one, we might conform to the expectation of others by pretending to be or like someone else. Number two, 
pretending to like our job when we really can't stand it. Number three, hiding our true person or our true selves because we're afraid of being judged or rejected by others. Number four, hiding our mistakes or our weaknesses and trying to pretend that we're perfect. Number five, acting like we don't get angry or that we don't feel anger. We don't feel resentment. We don't feel sadness or regret. Number six, concealing our sadness or our disappointment because we might have given up on our own dreams. Number seven, manipulating or faking something or deceiving somebody just to get what we want. Now, when we do some of these things, and believe me, there are many, many more that we do. These are just a few. We actually have an intuitive sense that it is dangerous. And sometimes we disconnect or get a guilty conscience. There are a couple of sayings that you will be very familiar with to help us to become our authentic and genuine self. Shakespeare once wrote, to thine own self be true. Oscar Wilde wrote, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. And I'm unsure of who wrote this, but march to the beat of your own drummer. Now, I'm sure that there are many more that you can come up with to give you a sense of I need to be me. I need to be genuinely, authentically me. Stay well, my friends. Stay safe. Namaste. This world, they don't know me a 
And you can't expect it all to free Hallelujah Come take a chance on me